1: is up Nets fans Jack Manuel here for another Brooklyn buzz and the Nets get a W in Dennis Schroeder's debut 123-103 they take down Victor Wenbenyama and the Spurs and couldn't have asked for a better night in Brooklyn for these Nets because it all went well from go to woe they outscored the Spurs in every single quarter of the game they really got things going in the second and Dennis Schroeder might have been the best player out there on the court so let's start with him. In his debut, Dennis Schroeder, 20 minutes, sorry, not 20 minutes, let me look at it, 27 minutes, apologies, 6-13 from the field, 3-5 from three, 15 points, 12 assists, 3 rebounds, plus 10, only the two turnovers, and via the Yes Network, only Kelvin Ramsey in 1983 and James Harden have had 15 and 10 games in their Nets debut. So, not a bad little game from Dennis goddamn Schroeder. And look, I've I've got like that sort of Shaq meme stuck in my head right now and I wasn't familiar with your game. Now, I've been familiar with Dennis Schroeder's game. You know, I watched a lot of the FIBA tournament and, and he was a star there, MVP there. What I wasn't familiar with was the passing. Dear Lord, the passing tonight was just insane like he was dropping off pocket passes dimes bounce passes insane lobs like his passing tonight was out of this world and it just sparked the the nets in in many ways more than one like they had how many assists let me go to the team assist they had 31 assists on 49 main field goals and dear lord the nick claxton and dennis schroeder pairing is like prime Steve Nash and Amari Stoudemire obviously a bit of hyperbole there but give it let me have it let let the Nets fans have it after game one because imagine what these two are going to do together as they actually get some time a bit of practice some more game reps that synergy only will get better like I I think I just want to individually break down some of his individual plays because it it deserves you know a, a thorough dissection and look obviously i'm doing it on a, a a platform you know an audio platform but it is worth sort of diving into so he, he he jumps into the game at 611 he finds DSJ in transition initially and that sort of sparked a, a nets 60 run and they sort of got the lead a little bit then he drives and does a skip out pass to DSJ DSJ gets a corner 3 or, or near corner 3 it's it's on the sort of base uh, the, the right corner near the right corner then DFS has a screen and then Schroeder has this like through the legs sort of pocket pass and DFS gets some, some free throws. That was lovely. He had like a an awesome pull-up three, you know, on the break and the Nets were on like an 18-5 to five run. That was at about 25-15. He's shooting like about 35% from three this year, but he looked much more comfortable, much more fluid, much more efficient there tonight where it was three of five. And then he finds McHale on the left side for the three. He hits a three himself. He gets this nice little elbow mid-ranger. His MIDI is 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 wet. Like, it's McHale... Maybe not KD level, but it's as good as McHale's. He's mid-ranger. And at that point, he'd had eight points in in five minutes. Then... off the clax the pick and roll, Claxets has been setting some wonderful screens this year. And I'll, I'll dive into Claxton in a little bit. But Schroeder gets this really smooth floater. At this point, he's at 10 points and five assists. We're at 52 41 in favor of the Nets. Then an absolute dime of a pocket pass to Clax to who rolls to the rim hard. And look, the the effect that Dennis Schroeder's play is going to have on Nick Claxton, it might hurt him. An extra one, two, three, four, five million dollars in free agency. I think he's gonna be, uh, he's gonna be absolutely loving this signing that that Sean Marks did make and and the trade that he did make. Then there was a sort of leave behind um, dime that he had to clash for the dunk in the third. That was, you know, insane. And I think the one that a lot of people will be speaking about and this great video of it. I think on the on the nets, Twitter and socials, the ATO at the end of the third. It's like point four seconds to go something like that and Schroeder just lobs this alley with such pace precision and timing and dexterity it is a thing of beauty and I could watch that highlight again and again and again obviously it was the Nick Claxton who just slammed at home and had a game himself but man if Dennis Schroeder can play half as good as this and be as consistent you know, for 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 the nets going forward, he's going to be a hell of a signing. I like the signing. I love I love the signing after the game one. Let's put it that way. But his steadiness, stability. I like him as a feisty defender. I think he's got good attitude. He's just a, a marked upgrade on Spencer, who's going to be doing some things in in Lakeland. And good luck to him. But he was. He was brilliant tonight, Dennis Schroeder, and I could speak for him for another 5-10 to 10 minutes, but I should get to his pick-and-roll partner, and before I do, Dennis Schroeder actually um, did speak about the, the pick-and-roll pairing, and this is via uh, Eric Slater. It was a, a nice little quote. He said, He sets said a big-time screen. He puts a lot of pressure on the rim rolling, so the pocket pass and the oop play are always open. When we get that chemistry right in practice, it's going to be big-time for our team. I mean, it's already big-time, Dennis it's going to be bigger time. It's going to be large time. It's going to be gargantuan time for the Brooklyn Nets once you guys get it, even even stronger of a connection. And that, that was a, a wonderful connection that we did see in game one. He also did say speak about him sort of settling in Brooklyn. This is via Lucas Kaplan. He said, yeah, I'm at the hotel, got my computer, play a lot of Call of Duty since my family isn't here yet. Uh, he said that his son's birthday is tomorrow probably today when you guys are listening to this, she's going to fly back to Toronto for the day to celebrate. I don't miss birthdays. Respect. Respect to Dennis Schroeder. You know, back in the days, you know, I probably had some criticism, disdain, you know, it was a a pet sort of peeve of mine when we've come up against the Nets, but um, I've garnered a lot of respect in just 27 minutes of play and just a couple of days in Brooklyn. I think he's going to warm himself to Nets fans very, very quickly if he hasn't already, like he has to me. But uh, after the break, guys, I'll get to the rest of the team, including Nick Claxton, Jalen Wilson, Dennis Smith Jr., Cam Thomas, heap of other guys, as well as a few little tidbits from Sean Marks here and there as well. All right.
0: We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all Just go to indeed.com slash blue wire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's indeed.com slash Bluewire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed.
1: Nick Claxton. Nick Claxton. Twenty-seven minutes, ten to fifteen from the field, eleven boards, three of them offensive, a steal, two blocks, twenty points for him tonight, a twenty and ten game dear lord was he on one like his dunking was out of sight out of sight out of mind like in the first quarter he attacks Wemby and essentially gets him on like a little mini poster like let's just put that on maybe an A4 piece of paper that was something then he has his like I feel like he has this one every sort of three games like a transition taken drive that was at 42 37 Wonderful sort of play. Again, I'm diving deep into the tape today, guys. So if you've got, if you're watching the game in the background, make sure you chuck it on or check the highlights. That was awesome. And then Cam Thomas had some nice little passes tonight, including one to Clax in a a little mini pick and roll, uh, 54-46. Clax is just Duncan and Duncan and Duncan and Duncan. Like Cam had a nice dime to him as well in transition too. So yeah, it feels like. When there is solid enough point guard guard play out there, Clax is going to utilize that and then some. So having a solid enough point guard like Dennis Schroeder, like Cam Thomas, who I think is really growing in stature as a playmaker for himself as well as others, it's just going to benefit Nick Claxton immensely. And I think we're going to start to see Clax really get back to Clax City, baby. Clax City is, is strong. The, the, the it's just great to see him with that level of force, tenacity, aggression. That's what we know about Nick Claxton. That's what we know and love. And he's going to be a net going forward. It's just going to be about what that number is. And keeps playing, putting up 2010s and a nice synergy with Dennis Schroeder. He's going to be earning a big payday. And full credit to him. What a great game for Nick Claxton tonight. I should get to Ben Simmons, the BS report. Not a lot of BS from Ben tonight. Six or seven from the field. Only missed the one shot. Even got to the free throw line. Hit one of them. One of his two. Five dimes. Three boards. Three steals. Two blocks. Thirteen points. Ben Simmons was nice tonight, guys. He was nice. This is obviously he's been back a couple of games and offensively still finding that groove. But uh, I wanted to touch on a couple little things. His cutting was really positive tonight. He had some nice little cuts where he was like, you know, Mikhail was handed a little bit from some defenders, Cam Thomas as well. And he cuts nicely, like cutting to the rim to score. That's what I want to see from Ben. You know, get that number up to four free throws a game, continue to build that confidence. You know, he's driving hard. And that to me is, you know, early in the game, like he sealed the defender and a a really nice Cam Thomas pass when he got that seal. That was like super early in the game at 7-4. And yeah, like, obviously the turnaround fadeaway is the one that everyone's going to be watching. And it, uh, when I saw it, as I was watching it, I'm like, this reminds me of sort of the Ben Simmons hype tape that we get in the preseason. He always, like, has that shot. So if he's hitting it, I'm like, great. But for me, it's more about the tone and pace and aggression and mentality which he's playing with. Which he spoke to Brian Lewis and, and Nets reporters about. He said this, Feeling better. It takes time. And it's up and down each day, but I'm just staying with it. The storm doesn't last forever. I want to get back to where I was, so just staying on it. So keep staying on it, Ben. Keep staying on it. We'll keep going with it. Ben 10, storming well. Let's weather that storm, and then let's see how it goes, maybe uh, for the boomers. Maybe we get a, a Ben Boomer, which would be great to see for all the Aussie fans, Aussie hoops fans around the world. But... Guys, Cam Thomas had a nice little game tonight as well. Thirty-six minutes, ninety-nine ten from the field, five 10 from three. That is what is, and he was plus twenty-two, leading the Nets in that department. He is absolute money from three. Like he had like a rainbow three over Victor Wembanyama. He's taken those like quick trigger catch and shoot ones. Four assists as well, two steals. Cam is Cam is a special player, and he's had his issues with his efficiency of late, but. This is a guy, you continue to start. You continue to give him the keys. You know, it led the team in minutes tonight as well. You know, Mikael Bridges only had the 33. Obviously, probably Cam played a little bit more. Cam T played a little bit more. Cam Johnson wasn't out there. So there's minutes here and there. But this is, uh, you look at 9-9 nine nineteen from the field, 5-10 from 3. Could have gotten a lot more foul calls as well. Like, he was getting hit a lot. And he wasn't getting great calls at all. You know, it just feels like he's not getting the the best whistle. But, yeah, he's playmaking for others, as I alluded to. You know, he's passing, he's timing. He's just reading the game super well right now. It's a joy to watch. And this team has a bit of buzz. I pardon the pun. I didn't mean to. But a bit of buzz to it, and, and I'm enjoying it. Mikael Bridges was fine tonight. 3-6 from 3. That's something that he's been really consistent with lately. Rebounding the ball well. A couple of nice dimes. 4-11 from the field. Uh, Dorud Finney Smith did foul out, you know, in his return game, one of four from the field, and that was a three ball. But his defense on Victor Wembanyama was pretty strong. Also, three dimes for him. Jalen Wilson is someone that I really want to give a lot of love to. Jalen Wilson and Dennis Smith Junior tonight. Jalen Wilson three or four from the field, two or three from three. That com- that confidence and that just no hesitation is something that I'm I'm loving. Six rebounds. This dude is a rebounding king. He. Just times, it like, he had a really long rebound. Let me find it in my notes, guys, because it is something that I legitimately highlighted. So it was in the first quarter, uh, Mikel Bridges gets a three off Jalen Wilson hustling on the offensive boards. That's just what you want out of a guy who just brings that energy. And again, I'm, I'm sharing that with Sean because I might give him a bit of criticism later in the pod, but signing this guy with the 51st pick, he is beyond that. NBA ready player, especially the fact that that three ball is gone. He's got tenacity, heart, hustle, aerobic capacity. He's an athlete. You know, he just works and works and works. Two dimes for him tonight, tonight as well. You know, Royce going out to Phoenix leaves a huge opening for Jalen Wilson. He took that opportunity with both hands, and it's like this is mine. Keep giving me those minutes, jacques and Dennis Smith Jr. as well. 24 minutes, 6-9 from the field, 2 of 3 from 3. Not going to see that often from Dennis, but he's been sneakily not too bad from 3, you know, of late when he's been taking him. He's a wonderful rebounder too. Did have the 6 boards, 2 assists, uh, a block as well. The Nets did a great job tonight as a team of getting Victor Wimbanyama away from the rim because he might be the most domineering presence when he's around the paints and, and hoop area. So getting him out there... And really driving hard and getting into the paint for really consistent opportunities allowed them to be really aggressive. And Dennis jr did a great job of that tonight and allowed them to really dominate the paint. You know, 58 points to, to 44 there. That's where they... Really made a, a big mark and also hit 50% of their, their 34 threes, which isn't too bad either. So it was just a, a nice night against, you know, obviously a lackluster opponent, but Dennis Smith Jr., his heart, his tenacity, getting into the passing lanes, the aggression, you know. And then we've got some, two Denises, plural Deni, Deni, Denu, Deni wave. great, great, great director, by the way. Uh, but Dennis Smith Jr. was was great tonight as well. And you know, it, it seems to me he gives... Because he plays bigger than his size, as does Dennis Schroeder as well, it allows One to go to three-guard combinations. You know him, those two, and Cam. Uh, I think that there's going to be some staggering uh, of those guys at different points in time, but they're very good players, and they Dennis Pajun has been, you know, really positive for the Nets. And you know, I, I was intrigued by the rotation in general that we didn't see Lonnie Walker, who I heard was on a, a minutes restriction. But yeah, only got the six minutes tonight. Katie Bates D up hit a, a a nice drive in his four minutes. Noah Clowney hit a three ball. The, I, I think Nick and I spoke about Noah Clowney and his three point fluidity in terms of the the numbers weren't there in college, but the form and mechanics are. So if that can translate, maybe we get some clowny klax. Klax, Clowney clacks, clacks clowny, whatever you want to call it, front court minutes. Because I want to see him get some more development time some more minutes going forward because he's a he's he's a talent and and I think he's got something so overall great night for nets fans great night for nets fans great debut for for Dennis Schroeder. but I, I wanted to touch on a, a few little front office sort of things uh, and and such around you know Sean Marks and and the Nets and what we saw we heard via Brian Lewis Again, you listen to Brian Lewis, that guy knows, uh, and he when he speaks, you listen. Apparently, this is via you know, Eric Slater and his podcast, great podcast, a lot of net, great Nets pods out there. Houston did offer much of what was remaining of the haul that they got from Brooklyn. However, that was not something that was of interest to the Nets because they're not interested in tearing this down to the studs and rebuilding. So, look, Sean Marks has all fingers crossed, Josiah has all fingers and toes crossed that Donovan Mitchell or someone else wants out, and they are the the destination that the Nets want. I'm skeptical of that, as I've alluded to, because of the likes of the Knicks, the Thunder, other teams have better situations, also similar assets. But look, if it as I've said time and time and time and time and time again, if Sean Marks and and Josai lead the Nets to a successful postseason run and lead us to a championship. I'll eat all my words and eat all the humble pie in the world, but I have my skepticism. So should the Nets have taken that offer, I probably would have, but it remains to be seen how it does all pan out. In in saying that, in saying that, we shall see how I guess it's, it, does, it does go because Brian Lewis also did say that the Nets have been a bit unreasonable in negotiations. Uh, again, on the same similar sort of podcast, so a bit stubborn. When it comes to to sean marks and and his strategy about the nets so whether i i believe it i don't believe it we we shall see and and another thing kevin o'connor in his uh, nba power rankings you know he obviously said that the nets had a, a nice little trade deadline but he also mentioned this little tidbit I recently had a conversation with a high-level NBA executive who tore into Sean Marks and said he should be fired this offseason for the hopeless situation the Nets find themselves in. Now, I don't think the Nets are hopeless. I think that they, because the hopeless would be like, you know, your Wizards, your Pistons, your, your Hornets. I think they're close to that, but I think that there are some. I think they're stuck in more like a, a Raptors sort of, malaisey, averagey sort of situation which can be just as bad in a lot of ways. So look, I when other NBA executives are saying that, who knows? And as I said the other day uh, on Twitter, which some people, for some reason, you know, I was discussing this with my, my fiance, I'm like, I try to put out a level of a measured tweet once and, and a measured take, and I still get a little bit of criticism for it. Now, so be it. Some people have their opinions. My opinion is that Sean Marks is closer to a bottom tier nba gm than a high tier nba gm i think he has his strengths and weaknesses his strengths are i think he's good at drafting talent i think he's really good at drafting bigs i think he's good at drafting talent when there is less pressure and finding diamonds in the roughs now i think he has a good team behind him in that too but credit where credit is due he's the head of the snake when it comes to that but in terms of building rosters and building teams there's there's teams over the years for the nets have had lots of gaps big position guard position wing position the Nets have had so many gaps. Now, a lot of that is on Sean Marks. Some of that is uncontrollable, but yeah, I'm not saying Sean Marks is, you know, Sam Presty or any, any sort of, you know, the caliber of that sort of guy, but I don't think he is, you know, the, the Troy Weaver, I think is the, the bloke in, in Detroit who is probably the, the worst right now. But yeah, in saying that, he also did spoke plenty about what the Nets are moving forward. And the one quote to suck out that Nick spoke about on, on his page as well is that on the next timeline I don't say I don't want to say we're on a three-year timetable or a four-year timetable it could be faster than that. we've seen it move quicker than that in the past now three to four years it seems to me that there needs to be I want to feel like Sean marks on the hot seat because when you have pressure, pressure can bleed diamonds and maybe sometimes people don't thrive under pressure and you know, stability can breed success maybe who knows but i think that Sean Marks should be under a little bit of pressure but i don't think he is i think sy and him are in tandem with with how they're directing this team whether we agree with it or not i don't necessarily for a lot of reasons which i've outlined on this pod and many many other episodes but we'll see how it goes moving forward because i remember in the i can't remember if it was this last preseason where i think it was christian winfield or someone reporting about sean marks being offered an extension whether he has that and we don't know about it or whether that will be reported sooner rather than later is something that remains to be seen. So, yeah, look, I don't want to put a dampening. I want to end this pod on a on a high. Dennis Schroeder debut, ladies and gents. What a great game from him. Clack City, Killer Cam, Jalen Wilson, give that man his minutes. He deserves them. The Nets get the W. Hopefully it builds, 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 builds and builds against... A couple of tough games coming up before the All-Star break, but hopefully the building blocks are there. The Nets can continue to show what the fans want, and we'll see how we go. Buzz listeners, make sure you subscribe to us on all streaming platforms, five stars, if you can. Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you want. Nets world, we got the W, baby.
2: Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance.